2: Welcome, Radical Ones, to another episode of the Radical Retro Rewind podcast. We are continuing with the Friday the 13th series, and my brother David is back. I can't wait to get into this particular one, because I think David is really going to appreciate the lead actress slash character in this movie, named Trish. This is Friday the 13th, the
3: final
2: chapter, question mark? <laughs> Spoiler,
3: David, it doesn't end. I was horrible. Pride and aroused. <laughs> ooh, ooh,
2: yeah. This actually has probably, I would say, the most sexual things going on out of all the Friday movies. But
3: mm, yeah, maybe a lot, so. a lot of sex.
2: Doublemint Twins. There's a lot going on in this movie, David. (laughs) This is 1984, Friday the 13th, the final chapter. It was intended to be the final chapter as this is why evidently Tom Savini came back to do the makeup again because he he did the makeup in Jason in the first movie, The Little Boy, and believing that this would be the final chapter, he came back to do Jason's makeup again.
3: Well, that didn't happen. We know that. (laughs) We know that that didn't happen. So, I actually have a a pretty good amount of notes that I wrote for this movie because picture it Sicily 1987 (laughs) actually when did this come out
2: 1984 okay so a lot happens with this David yeah let's just get right into it
3: (laughs) it starts with a recap of the first
2: three movies so I gotta say it's a good summary
3: yeah it's that's what I wrote I said starts with a recap flashbacks of other movies people talking around a (laughs) campfire Yes. Are they in Camp Crystal Lake? Where are they? Has has the story of Crystal Lake spread through the other camping communities? Is this like a (laughs) something you say you know, submitted for the approval of Midnight Society? Yes. I give you Crystal Lake because did they get killed? Those people because they don't. Yes. I don't see them anymore.
2: That is the group actually from Part Two that actually does. Yes, they indeed all get murdered. Well, half of them, half of them go out. It's funny the people that stayed home, the good kids that stayed home in the cabin and didn't go out, get murdered in that one. The kids that go out drinking actually are spared because they're not home when the the killing happens. So there goes that theory that it's the drugs drinking ones that always get killed. Nope,
3: is everywhere fair game. It's just you have to be on the property I think.
2: And Crystal Lake evidently spans to every part of this area is Crystal Lake. All evidently. of North
3: America and parts of Canada. So there's Jason...
2: There's to rent. There's, there's everything here. J-
3: J- Jason's
2: like, get off my lawn
3: you <laughs> damn kids or I'll kill you.
2: Literally. And he's got a lot of lawn. He's got a lot of lawn to cover. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the last film, part three, Jason was left for dead in the barn, which is where we pick up right now, David. It with the emts did you like that emt the lady that was kind of like she was shook over what happened she was looking around like oh my god this is mm, this is this is something else there's two emts you kind of think that maybe they're gonna end up dead
3: yeah you almost do for a minute and then you realize too that they're also annoyed because it feels like they were rushed to get there and they're either persons like they're all dead they're like oh well shit i could have at least b- finished my danish and coffee at, at the station i had to get over I mean, they're all dead they're all dead I don't need any help right Great. now. Great, Great, Great. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> And then you see it, there's a
2: helicopter. Yeah, so, I gotta say, this is a grand opening. This is, like, they they were pulling out all the stops. There was a helicopter. I feel like this had a bigger budget than the previous three movies. Helicopter. Jason is supposedly dead. We see his hands, and they are... My god, he's got some brutal hands.
3: There is a reference, and I'm not sure if it's... After everything is taken care of in the, in the actual um, camp, they're moving bodies, and the police are starting to dissipate. I don't know what part this Comes from. There's some, a reference either by a policeman or paramedic, and I'm not sure if this takes place in the hospital where Jason's body's transferred. He says something to the effect, "He's leaking the white stuff. This time they got him." Or he was the he's the one leaking the white stuff, and yeah, they finally I got him. Get that
2: what was that? I don't understand that either. I
3: think they were making reference to which one of them is the killer, like the bad guy, and they're like he like maybe he's the one that's leaking the white oh. stuff. They got him this time they're also making reference if you think about it to like that supernatural he's not leaking blood some kind of white i mean at least that's what i got from it i was like what are they talking
2: about the white stuff i mean i assumed yes that this time yeah the killer got killed but yeah what's the, the white,
3: white stuff th- baby no it's the right stuff <laughs> really, really oh, bro. We go to an
2: 80s hospital, David, with depressing brown. This is not definitely an 80s hospital.
3: This place was depressing.
2: Brown panels, dark brown, everything yellow.
3: Frizzy teased up hair to the heavens. <laughs> where nurses dressed like little hoochies. Little and skirts. still
2: had the little nurse hats on. Which Did those ever serve a purpose or is that just to, to say that I am a nurse?
3: I don't know. It reminds me. I always think of the Flying Nun with Sally Fields. The big, ha- <laughs> yes! like the habit or whatever. Or pierogies. You know, pierogies are shaped like they make pierogies shaped like that. <laughs>
2: The nurse's hat of pierogies. Yeah. So we get Jason. There is a, a gentleman here. His name is, I don't know why they give these people names. Like I always say, that they're here for a minute. The coroner is called Axel Burns. And we have Nurse Robbie Morgan. We had
3: Axel Rose and Robbie Williams.
2: <laughs> Mar- Margaret Robbie. What's that one that's popular now? I want to play Tanya Harding and Charlie Quinn.
3: Margo? Not Maurice, like you tried to name the other woman from the show. <laughs> from the first one
2: she will forever be maurice the coroner is eating david he puts like a bagel on top of jason i think it's a bagel
3: yeah i wrote that down disgusting coroner eating on top of the body with no gloves axel oh That's my oh
2: and even the emts are kind of like disgusted by this guy
3: they're like just sign the papers so we can leave <laughs> which is smart on their part because they lived it's like the subaru commercial got they away lived. They, they left. got away. They
2: got away. We then cut to it's night now and he had propositioned a nurse earlier to like meet him to have a little fun. So she goes into the coroner's office and it's dark now but he's watching a video of three women doing jazzercise, you
3: know, sexual, sexual jazz I've
2: never is have you ever seen a jazzercise like this where they like grind to
3: each it's other? Like, maybe it's like an 80s porn or something. I said he I put he's flirting more like like, harassing a nurse, and then he's watching what appears to be an exercise video with provocative <laughs> dancing with women in leotards.
2: <laughs> and I'm trying to make actually, a, I, it's actually the best way of putting it.
3: <laughs> provocative dancing, exercising <laughs> in leotards.
2: So she comes in to act like she wants to watch the news and the news is reporting what happened to the kids and talks about the body aka Jason that's in the coroner's office with them but he keeps trying to switch back onto this this jazzercise which evidently is to put him in the mood because I don't think this is turning her on well maybe it is but she keeps trying to get back to the news but David at one point she goes for it she throws her pen down and everything and she just goes for this guy and they're making out
3: and then Jason's hand falls down
2: and what was that? He says every curse in, in, in the world, including Christmas. He's like, oh, Christmas. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Like, he's taken back by this.
3: Well, he should have put Jason away already.
2: Why didn't he put the body on it? She even says, like, get rid of this body. If we're going to have sex, you know, in front of the bodies, might, might as well put this one
3: away. Get rid of it, mommy. Less unicorn. <laughs> so I... I- <laughs> so i said they start making out and then there's a part where she leaves because she's disgusted with the whole thing and then she got touched by a gross dead body and she goes into like the med room and starts going like absolute batshit like she's i put overworked nurse she's like throwing stuff god like she's like (laughs) it's like the poor nurses that have been dealing with covid on their like 17th straight shift of 12 hours like she's like ah
2: i can't take this place David,
3: okay, so I was going to ask you, well, first off, she
2: says to him, you are the Super Bowl of self-abuse, as she zips up her nurse's gown. But then, yes, she goes into that room, David, so she evidently wasn't on her break. She goes right back into work. But do they leave in hospitals, like... But bo- oh, this is how they store the medical equipment all open and like looks like. No, but that was that was, a, that was
3: a, well. That, <laughs> no, that was a med room and a supply room. So when you work in a hospital, depending on this, where there's pharmacies built into the hospital, there's also med rooms in certain like ICUs. But that stuff is locked up. Anything typically, obviously, anything that is like, what do I put this like an opioid or anything like that? Right, a lot of stuff. Right. Uh, anything dangerous is typically locked up and you have to have some sort of a code to get into the room. Which makes know. sense. But other materials like IV bags and tubing and like silly stuff could be in a room that's unlocked. Linens, changing beds, things like that. Do you
2: think this was a set or was this actually part of a hospital? Did it look like put together as a set, like a fake? Because it
3: looked like random glass bottles with like no,
2: I mean, clear liquids.
3: I mean, I don't think, it, honestly, was it filmed in a hospital or was it filmed on a, a stage? I like mean, rest of it looks
2: like a hot, right? It
3: they in I mean, I, it's it could go either way. Honestly, those bottles that she broke are probably just simple saline. I don't know. It's like I didn't. Again, this is the '80s, so things when I when I worked when I was in nursing in a hospital, they everything went plastic. Everything was, was modern more modern. Usually, the glass ampules and stuff were like things for like you know. I think I want to say if it was for morphine or Haldol probably morphine where you have to break it and that's it because it's it's controlled where you can only break something and then that's it you can't right. like hoard it hide it it's like a broken thing it's done you know things like that but anyway yeah so she goes a little meltdown maybe because she she just had it and I think she was was she debating that she
2: was like out of her mind for even trying to have sex with that guy is that what it was too because she's kind of like I must be crazy and then she goes and then she actually goes like this like the worst acting ever she's like i'm losing like over exaggerated i'm losing my mind i'm going crazy like the worst overacting you've ever seen i wonder if this really was a nurse all while all
3: while in the med room hey where are you going
2: While was like, oh, yeah, you have never acted before. Come on. Come on. Jason comes alive because, David, did you notice when he actually does put his body away in the cooler, you see a breath all of a sudden? I never noticed that before. But this viewing, I noticed right as he closes the, I don't know what the technical term is, The the ice vault where they keep the bodies and the his Jason's breath you see as soon as the door closes so it signifies that he came back to life but
3: at the same time he doesn't fully close the door either there is a latch on those doors now Jason would have had to have kicked it open which would have given him maybe ample time to to run to get out I mean this is this is also a good a good tale to tell if you do your job do it right the first time or you might die
2: lock the damn door he he was too busy watching his second Videos and worrying about the nurse to do anything. The following afternoon, David, a group of teenagers drive to Crystal Lake for the weekend, having rented a house at the edge of the forest. The group consists of Paul, his girlfriend, Samantha, Doug, and Sarah, who are mutually attracted, Jokester, Ted, and Jimmy, who Ted bullies over a recent breakup.
3: McFly. It's, it's Chris, Crispin Glover. Crispin I put playing a nerd typecast. Did you not feel like he was playing- Himself? Nick, him McFly Nick from Back to the Future with like, uh, his, even his, the way he was dressing, it had a very- Father, yeah. Very reminiscent of back in whatever, the 50s, a soda, what do they call soda jerks at the thing i even i feel like his clothes were a little bit i got that from him i don't know
2: other than the uh, he was yeah more of a nerdy quote-unquote character but crispin glover i swear to god he can only play one thing he and this cute is in it. the movie he looks cute I think he's honestly i agree david i think he's he's an attractive man but then you get into the charlie's angels where he plays the thin man and the, the Will with the with the rat wilford later on and like he plays those kinds of roles but i think he's an adorable guy in this movie like out of all of them, there's that one guy, David, the guy who who's in the shower later. They call him a handsome man, but he's kind of got like this, it's like a cartoon character of a handsome man. He's got these like
3: strong jaw lines. He's cute. He's cute. He's
2: cute. And then we get another dude who's got glasses, and then we get Ted, who they're saying is a jokester, but he's kind of like the. He's got his little jean jacket on. He's the one who says that Crispin Glover's a dead
3: fuck. He goes, let me get, let me get into my computer. Boop boop. Boop, boop, boop. and he's pretending he's typing on a computer that's the best it says here that you're a dead fuck so the whole movie this poor character jimmy is
2: chasing this thing like to prove that he's not he's like
3: am i a dead fuck do you think i'm a dead fuck
2: poor guy fuck. and i'm like oh my god this poor guy this ruined this guy's life i mean unfortunately they passed david a they passed two things they passed Re- pamela vorhees's gravestone randomly yep. on the
3: side of the road but isn't that the same cemetery maybe it's beat down the same cemetery we talked about in the first one mon, mon- Monroeville, or
2: there was like Monroeville,
3: monroville yeah. or something uh, is that the same place and of course, it has, has to be right in the front. You know, Pamela's got her own, you know, the Voorhees family bought prime property for the gravestones back in the day before right it got popular.
2: Yeah, stop right in the street, you see him, Pamela.
3: I would kind of want to do that for family if I had to be. I would want them to not have to get out of the car. They could just wave if they wanted to, throw a rose.
2: I don't like those cemeteries, David. They're just right off the road like that. I feel like people could just... anything like you said yeah throw trash throw tomatoes i'm surprised that pamela's knowing this whole mystique with her son and dying that pamela's tomb didn't become like almost like a mecca for like kids that are maybe a little but you have
3: to remember this was this tale never this was a story that should never have been told. I don't <laughs> yeah. I don't honestly don't think that in the context of the movie that most of the stuff oh. is viewed as most of the stuff is is covered up or viewed as folklore that you yeah. don't even really know what's true it's like I heard he's six foot tall. I heard he's eight foot tall. I heard that he has the face of a goat. You know, like there's always like these like ridiculous. I think that's, you have to remember, we're talking about before the iPhone, before videotaping, before YouTube, before anything that became so popular. So it's only by, before being able to get to a telephone within miles. I mean, think about it. Think about if something happens. We have our cell phones. If our car breaks down, we don't even have to get out of the car. We can call for help or press the on store. If you have that in your car. Or whatever. So
2: much easier nowadays.
3: So I think it's like more like legend. I don't think you really know who folklore, did what Like why. you said,
2: folklore. Like, that makes more sense. So they also pass a hitchhiker, David. Did you like this woman with her? <laughs> she want to go to Canada? She she had that sign, yeah. She wanted to go to Canada. And when they just like, they beep at her and pass her by. They're, they're like, where the we, where say,
3: like, where do we, where do we, where do we, where, where are you going to fit her? Or something like that. Now, I don't know if that's because she was a little bit chunkier than the little bimbets that usually, or just because they had no room.
2: It did actually look like the car was full, honestly. When they pass her by, David, she flips that sign over, and <laughs> it says, like, what like, F you? FU or something like that. And then so she goes right to eat a banana. The woman is instantly murdered. <laughs> Jason's back. He's cleaning up his forest, like you said. Backstreet's his- back. back Alright.
3: So I want to know something. I want to know where the hospital takes This is something I wrote down that I really have discussed and I don't know where and when, but I'm just going to throw it out there. Where is the hospital situated to Crystal Lake? And the reason why I say this is because you're going to be introducing some new characters very shortly. Trish, her mom and her brother and i want to live where, there i want to know where their cabin is Area is based. Okay, one and two is is Jason just on his the killing spree of America where he's to like every town?
2: he's on the way back to Camp. Crystal yeah, like Lake. is he
3: like you know what? She's over there. I'll kill her. I mean, come on. I'm on my way back to Crystal. She's really technically she's in you know Hazard County with the Dukes of Hazard, <laughs> but I'm gonna kill her anyway because I'm on my way over to to, to like, my part of the woods. Like, <laughs> isn't actually
2: you know what? Isn't this takes place in New Jersey? So isn't Michael Myers? I think is Haddonfield, New Jersey. So does he cross Michael Myers' territory?
3: So let me tell you something. If it was Michael Myers in that ambulance on the way to the- th- He would have to- He, he, he would have killed them before they even got there and would have hot tailed it back. Jason's maybe in his older age is getting a little lazy. He's like, I'm going to take a while before I reanimate up in this place. Where, where, where- <laughs> Michael I don't Myers blame like, him. Michael Myers is like, I do not need to walk this far to get back Honestly, to Honestly, right.
2: Michael Myers seems to, like, just pop up
3: he's like like maybe two minutes later, and he's, he's, like, he's up done. already. He's like, he's like, I'm done. I'm not waiting for you to be, is he alive? You... I'm just gonna get up. Jason's like, Jason I'm gonna...
2: was out for at least a good hour, a few I'm hours. I'm gonna
3: twitch, I'm gonna move, I'm gonna fall, I'm gonna, whatever, I'm gonna take a little nap. Though that's the well, difference. he did actually get a good nap in.
2: David, I had the same question, so I did a little investigation, because I had two questions A Yes the teenagers Are renting a cabin So that makes sense For the weekend
3: Airbnb but it seemed,
2: Yes early Early version But to me it seems like There's Trish And Tommy And her mother Had too many things In that cabin To be renting it Unless it was a Summer cabin But it does say It's on the outskirts Of Crystal Lake These cabins So So they're not part of Crystal it, Lake. I guess it's like On the way it's, it's like Not the camp But it's right there
3: It's Crystal Lake adjacent It's
2: Crystal Lake light do you remember?
3: I, I, my good, you know, obviously, you know, my good friend Kathy. Shout of out course. to Kathy. Do you remember where she lived?
2: In Crystal Lake. Was Beach. it Crystal Lake? No, Crystal, Crystal Beach. Right, Crystal, Crystal Geyser.
3: She lived in Crystal Geyser. You know where they bottle the water. <laughs>
2: Kathy is a, a Friday horror fan. Well, oh my god, front. we used to
3: go and see those shows. Twitch Twitch Productions. Is that still in business? Where they would have like people dressed as like the characters and sit with you in the movie theater and like traumatize you while you're watching a horror movie. I love that. Shout out it's to Twitch, Twitch Twitch Productions. Twitch.
2: They did not last long, but I remember we saw we saw twenty eight days later in Dawn of the Dead with them and they had like a zombie show. Yeah. Wasn't
3: Jason with us too, Friday thirteenth? Maybe I went with Kathy alone. There was one that kept
2: coming. Do you remember that? that, And they would follow you into the bathroom. The zombies would follow you into the bathroom.
3: I remember. J- I just remember Jason opening his legs and man spreading a lot <laughs> next to Kathy.
2: <laughs> oh, Jason had the hots.
3: And he had a machete too. He was not going to. Anyway, so I thought, I think that's lovely. I love them. I wish you stayed with a less love.
2: So these teenagers are moving in next door, and we get to see Trish and Tommy Jarvis. So the mother seems really lovely. She's like, she one peers of those- through the window,
3: like, mm, I'm going to have oh, some no. trouble. Is there some sexting going on in here? My, my daughter better not go near them.
2: Did you see that? Her face kind of like when the kids appear, she's looking, she's like, okay, there's a group of, there's this, this teenager. Just across the street. Ding, 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 ding. It's like Dot Matrix from Space Bowls. With, <laughs> she gets the
3: alert. <laughs> virgin control a Virgin Alarm or whatever.
2: Oh, poor Joan Rivers.
3: Rest in peace, Joan.
2: We get to meet Tommy Jarvis played by Mr. Corey Feldman, who- he's I unique
3: believe, I believe that Corey he's Feldman, unique I believe that Corey Feldman was not to put a negative spin I believe he oh, was yes. molested by Definitely. Hollywood Definitely. producers and whatever and I think that really messed him up I think both both the Corys oh yes uh, I have Corys, very fond yes. memories of Corys you know both Corys but like everything from License to Drive to the Goonies to the Lost Boys Lost
2: Boys yeah
3: I have really great memories of him so he plays basically a a kind Tom of Savini a as a kid a must, <laughs> like, yeah like a yeah. monster Monster geek but like cool because he can do all these um, maybe back in the day or even now maybe some kids wouldn't understand that i would be totally amazed that he can create semi-realistic masks and and different things out, yes. out of nothing like, like talented, play really and, yes talented. extremely really. talented extremely talented so that's their dynamic and trish is a teenager she comes up very responsible though but she is tempted she is tempted a little you know she's like hmm.
2: This is a nice family. They got a a dog. They got a a dog dog named Gordon. Uh, Tommy is this. Yeah, they would say they would probably call him a geek, but he loves makeup. So there's there's no dad in this.
3: There's no dad, and you get the feeling that these people, again, me going probably off one of my kind of you get a feeling (laughs) these these people have been without a dad, and they are very bonded together. Like they're close to family. The brother like steps up when he can, even though he's a kid, and the sister steps up to take care of the family and the mom like they're all like a very close-knit family that was without a dad it seems like that's what i get from them because it's like they're likable there's no there's no inter like arguing there's no older sister being mad at the younger brother for being you know younger brother yeah like there's none of that there's like a very like close-knit like there's a love there so I think that's beautiful. I think that's really great.
2: And it makes sense, too, with the plot later on, how they deal with things. So we got that set up. Also, David, around this area, there is a gentleman named Rob who's out there camping, saying that he's looking for bears.
3: He's also another character that's out there. (laughs) At one point, I was looking for bears, too, until I became one. (laughs) there's a point where Trish the car breaks down of course the car breaks down in the middle of nowhere and she sends poor Tommy who's going to try to do this but actually he seemed to know what he was he talking about he was really
2: the... capable right he, he's like oh it needs a screwdriver and she's like oh maybe in the in the trunk and was it crazy she also though gets, needed... She
3: also, yeah she also gets she didn't flood the engine right with I can't remember exactly what was going on that, that doesn't happen anymore you have fuel injectors now you have different things in cars but there was a point where the carburetor and I, I, I don't know I don't know what part of the car it was I mean? I haven't worked on a car in years because I don't have to. You know, like I used to change my own oil and stuff. Who cares now? I just go to like up the block. It's easier. But um plus, they new cars are so ridiculous. You have to take apart the whole car just to do something to them. They but have to
2: take the battery out too.
3: You're so so crazy. he's working on, and then all of a sudden, you notice that she gets a little bit like creeped out. Like hurry up, Tommy. Like she's looking. And around. it's just
2: a normal road at this point. Yes, it's quiet. It's definitely but...
3: comfortable with being that like that. And then all yes. of a sudden comes Rob,
2: who helps them help start the car but david she is immediately asks him if he needs a ride
3: i say they meet the handsome rob hiker slash hunter
2: and he's got flannel he's a flannel man
3: he's a nice looking man good looking guy
2: she brings him home she brings him home and oh yeah this is Tommy, the best
3: she just walks in tommy's like i want just i want to show you my bedroom he walks past the mother with this mother. grown man and she's like uh what uh Oh, he's fine. We just picked him up on the side of the road. He helped us. He got the car going. So the mother's like, I'm convinced. Look yeah, at she's spot. fine. Look at she's that. Fine. She's like, I'm more worried about those teens over
2: there. I got my eye on them. Not this man that my child just brought past me.
3: Up into his bedroom.
2: He's fascinated by the masks. Rob is touching the mask. And in the meantime, Corey comes behind him with a tentacle and grabs his neck. So we're setting up that he's a he's a puppeteer.
3: A young Ryan. But preface- sh- young Sheldon, possibly, young Ryan. Possibly.
2: So we set them up. And then Rob is says he's hunting these bears, so he goes back out and Trish tells him
3: If you need to take a shower or we're whatever is always th- home. And the door is always open.
2: I said no. No, 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 no,
3: no. She and said Hotel no, no, no. Holiday Inn. She said, we're open 24-7, like 7-Eleven.
2: Sorry, that door is locked. I mean, yes, he was a really nice guy. Thankfully, thank God he didn't kill them on the way. And he didn't do anything to- He's easy on the them. eyes. Good looking man. I think they're a little too- They don't know of really the world, maybe. the How harsh the world could be at this point, I feel like.
3: Well, most people don't think a psychotic killer is coming for them and their family.
2: Yes, th- that's the last that they had to think of. But Trish also at one point- meets the teens this is actually prior earlier they go down to the lake to swim her and tommy and of course
3: skinny dipping is that when they meet the they meet the double twins twins, okay and they go to the lake with them david yes there's also
2: these twin girls Who I'm sorry, yes, I know there's a cliche with twins dressing as like they literally have the same exact outfits, bikes, and the same exact bikes and the same exact bathing suits when they kept the bathing suits on. It wasn't long that they kept them on. So they all go skinny dipping. One's more than the other. One is more than the other. So they're involved with this group and everyone goes skinny dipping as opposed to one. There's one girl who is she a virgin? Um, or she's know. just she's more innocent out of the other ones like she's keeping her
3: clothes on she's being the- modest tommy runs down and sees all that naked and trish covers his face and is like <laughs> she watching but she ain't letting tommy <laughs> watch she's like they're like come on in trish <laughs> <laughs>
2: and she's like what this too it's too many too crowded for her or something like that
3: so then she they something. leave but she's she's intrigued she's peaked and they invite her to do they is that when they invite her party to a party
2: tonight Tonight, okay. tonight,
3: oh. Tonight.
2: So we set that all up. Okay. That, was it the night before David? I just don't want to forget this scene where Tommy is in his bedroom and he's seeing the woman undress. And he does a, a, a mating dance in so his he does, and he's,
3: he's like overexcited. He can't believe he's going to get to see some boobies and stuff. He's like, yeah, yeah. And he's like beating his pillow. He's so excited. But he's like, <laughs> he's an embarrassed. Like He's excited, but he's embarrassed at the same time. the Craziest thing! Like he's looking, he's about to see maybe some nudity.
2: He's hitting these pillows. He's throwing his head down into the pillows. It, it's crazy. It's Corey Feldman. Only Corey Feldman could do this. I feel like. And then and the mother comes, comes in and he pretends to
3: be sleeping. But
2: so did she know that he was watching the window? No,
3: I almost thought that so she, she, she did. She sees
2: the naked woman in the and she's like,
3: and- "Not that one." She rolls down the <laughs> shade. I knew they were going to. You be ain't my child's innocence.
2: Where do we go from here? Because after this, there's a lot that happens.
3: So Jason is making his killing spree his (laughs) way yeah yeah
2: jason's on the way
3: he's killing through the town i mean i don't know how fast he goes i mean on the treadmill i can do about three miles in an hour that's about it for me like taking in some of the sights, seeing the trees seeing if there's any other lakes around
2: They have this party, David. That night, the twins are there. One is going with
3: that silly guy that watches Teddy, who's trying to like yes, want to play with my teddy right. bear. Teddy with teddy bear. He's like he has no game. and He thinks he's trying to get game and he's trying to get laid. And it's
2: he's fun. cute. I mean, he, they're all as night falls. The teenagers begin their party with the company of their guests, Tina and Terry. As the group get acquainted with slow dance music, Samantha becomes angry with Paul when he shows no reluctance to dancing with one of the twins to ease her frustration she heads outside to go skinny dipping noticing a raft floating in the lake she swims to it to relax not only was it night okay so let's just say there's no killer whatever the case is night in general but it was not a normal night David it was so foggy and atmospheric and like swamp like
3: not for me baby
2: parasites I'm thinking of parasites in her
3: alligators parasites tapeworms
2: green allergy Uh, anyway so she goes in the raft she keeps thinking this guy is coming to to come for her. He ain't and every time she's like screw you. She gets murdered. She gets stabbed. This movie Jason and these and his mother love to stab people from below
3: through the throat typically or oh, the chest. God. It's a thing so for she she gets
2: killed. But so this guy that she's with comes to his senses all of a sudden,
3: right? Cuz like I can't hurt her. I can't do this.
2: After clearly flirting with her continuously mm-hmm. slow dancing with her so he runs out to find her he thinks she's in the raft he also gets murdered the other twin this woman was not going down without having sex this night so she f- starts with Ted she goes to this guy then she goes to our Crispin Glover next the other sister is says, like no he's
3: like I thought you wanted to be with the other guy and she's like well now I want to be with you so she takes him upstairs to, is this to have when sex generous
2: David is this she's just generous
3: she's, she's not slutty she's just generous that's that we called it back in the day. Just being generous. So I
2: mean, it's nice for the character, but holy
3: Stupid crap. dancing. He dances with her like this weird, like oh my raptor, god. They did
2: this, dance. They
3: did this skit on SNL a long time ago. These supposed to be like these German techno dancing. That's what it was like, basically what it was. So she goes upstairs to bang him. Then Teddy's alone with the not so slutty twin, and, and basically tries enough. to use his moves on her. And she's like, no, no. She goes upstairs to tell the sister she wants to leave, and she's. Like, well, you can just go by yourself. Pack a raincoat because it's raining. Oh, isn't
2: that And at first, I'm like, wait, is she driving a car? And then David, they cut to her when she's putting her rain jacket on, and she's going on her bike. She was gonna drive that bike home in the rain, but she don't make it.
3: He kills her instantly. Jason gets her. He's like, oh.
2: So again, she didn't do nothing. She
3: was But this is the end. This is the this is supposed to be the last one. The body count has to be <laughs> That's high. That's true. He's he's taking no prisoners.
2: She's gone. At the same time, the girl who was a a little more the guy is flirting with her the guy we mentioned earlier with the cartoon handsome face
3: Mm-hmm. he's cute he's
2: taking a shower I think they only take a shower together David right and no, they I love this she keeps oh because she keeps his name her... is
3: Peter his real name is Peter Barton I think she
2: keeps the towel on doesn't she like in the shower or is that just no. for the camera?
3: and then you see in the picture her leg is one leg is up and she's pushed up against the glass
2: I was like oh I the whole time I said oh this girl is so modest I love her she kept her towel on in the shower no
3: there. he banging her
2: so she goes to leave and she's like I think I'm in Love. oh He gets killed in the shower. Oh my god! But that's
3: goodness. the funniest scene because he's thinking it's the other guy. He's thinking it's Teddy, right?
2: Yes, and he's like, Oh, ho, 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 I, I dropped the I soap. I dropped the
3: soap. Come on, in. he's
2: actually inviting him in, isn't he? Ho, ho, ho.
3: he I'm does. He about- says, "You."
2: And who was it? He was co- saying that too. I forgot which character. Was it? But-
3: was it Teddy? Was it Crispin's character?
2: Maybe it was Teddy. I could see Teddy doing it too.
3: So he kills him. He like sta- like right through the glass, right? oh
2: yes. And then later on, he, his head is in glass. Oh, we should mention that Trish and Tommy's mother comes back when the car has broken down earlier from her jog in the rain and the electricity is off and she can't find them or the dog.
3: You don't see it from her anymore. So she's gone. Felt
2: so bad because she seemed like a decent yeah. decent family. So other double mint twin, <laughs> she goes for a minute to like refreshen herself. And in the meantime, Crispin Glover goes down to celebrate. He tells the guy, guess. Guess what?
3: Here's her panties. I'm Here's not her, a. Yes. I'm not a dead f. And, and this guy's been watching old. Oh
2: yeah. What was that like?
3: Pornographic, like silent, silent films, films or... from the twenties or something on like a real film, which well, is funny. And they, laughing, guess they were also high.
2: They were high, so he was laughing. He was so infatuated by these movies, laughing it. I wonder why the other twin didn't want to stick around for this, right? Ugh. Crispin Glover goes into
3: the kitchen to celebrate.
2: Jason sticks a wine opener. In He's his like, "Where's
3: the wine opener? Where's the can? Where's that opener?" You kept saying the good one, and Ooh. then he finally, he kills him with the wine opener.
2: Oh, that was terrible. The other twin, David. This was traumatic to me. She's looking out the window to see her sister. Yes, David. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes. So this is the part, this is the part, this is the part that starts the whole, like, don't go near the windows, <laughs> because everyone and everything gets thrown either through a window or out of oh, window.
2: Oh my god, it's amazing. <laughs> I, I was actually shocked by this part because it happens so good.
3: Crispin Glover's character the yes. dead app gets killed in the kitchen meanwhile she's looking for him she goes back into the into the bedroom where they did it and she's she starts looking out the window and it's like really rainy and nasty and then she finally realized that her sister's bike is still there and all of a sudden she gets pulled <gasps> He smashes and pulls her through the window and flings her.
2: I mean, not only does the glass break, but she hits the car below. Bump. Oh my god. Not only is the rain fly off glass, she crushes the top of this, this car. She's crushing body.
3: it. Crushing it. <laughs> killing it.
2: She totally crushed it. Yes. So she is now gone. Ted is watching the movies and he is stabbed. In so the- what
3: happens is the movie real he gets up he's looking at the movie getting closer to the screen acting weird because he's high and whatever movie real either snaps or ends he goes yes. up to the screen and a knife comes through the screen and kills him right so he's dead so
2: he's dead so now this is officially every teen in this cabin has been murdered at this point the girl who was like the one who said you know i i think i'm in love the sweet innocent girl she's murdered someplace too i don't remember how she's killed but she is killed at some point <laughs> she's
3: not even worth remembering oh,
2: she's not even. She, more
3: she sees the body in the does, no no she doesn't see the body no so she just got killed is, well we'll have to is go now, back to that.
2: this is becomes the trish show at this point trish so and tommy the mother's missing right so she power's thinks she's off. gonna go the power's off she says get the power to work because evidently tommy knows everything cars power she goes to look for the guy she's rob. like
3: I truly finished that i had you make so that i can sell it <laughs> while you're at it but i'm back
2: <laughs> i want that done i want the power on i'm gonna find mom so she goes to the camp to find rob and right before this david rob actually sees jason like bigfoot leaving his camp in and doesn't distance, Jason leave,
3: like, a knife or something in he his- He, like,
2: breaks his gun and his mat, like, rips up his wow. hat and stuff?
3: He's like, you ain't you ain't getting nowhere.
2: So, he's on alert because he sees Jason. So, he goes away. Trish comes in the meantime, just decides to go into- I guess it's raining, she decides, because- To just go say, into his tent,
3: and she's like, maybe if he finds me laying here, <laughs> soaking, place, I soaking my mother.
2: Soaking wet.
3: And she's wearing like a rose
2: like blue um <laughs> 80s dress. So she's completely soaked at this point.
3: Maybe he'll have at me.
2: I thought that. I, or I, I guess she's like taking a rest from the rain for a minute waiting for him. But you see a machete right behind her, a shadow, and you think it's Jason. And he cuts through the thing. And he's like, what are you doing here? And she must be like, oh my god.
3: what did I'm, I... trying to, I'm trying to meet my boyfriend. This is Brokeback Mountain.
2: I offered you a shower.
3: and This is how you replay me. So he explains
2: to her that his sister was murdered in a previous movie.
3: By by Jason, and she says, "Well, he's gone." He says, "No, because the body is gone, and people died in the in the hospital." So yes, he's he's back. So So David,
2: this is it. This is it. This is the grand finale. I need to hear all your thoughts on this because I want to know if Trish actually is up to your standards of survival. (laughs) We'll see. They go home, and Rob is with them. He goes home with them. They go into the basement.
3: So, they're looking th- for- they go to... Whose house are they going to? They go, they go to the teenager's house?
2: Okay, so after checking on Tommy is okay, Trish, Rob, and the family dog, Gordon, so you're right, David, run over to the rental house to check on the teenagers. They find the house oddly empty. Rob and Trish first decide to go check the basement, but Trish leaves to head upstairs. After something frightens Gordon so much, he jumps out the window and runs away, so he does! Okay, this is a debate because we weren't sure if the dog was was thrown thrown by jason or he's just like i'm getting the hell out of here the official synopsis actually says the dog (laughs) jumps out the window
3: He's like, he's like, like, bitch, boo, bye. You only gave me kibble. I wanted a steak and I'm not going to die for you. So much for man's best friend.
2: Yeah, because he don't, he's not seen for the rest of the movie. So he books it.
3: Gordon leaves them. (laughs) Jason ain't going to have at me. Gordon. So this this is is part of the whole, this is another window scene. There's a third window scene, is there not? Oh, yes. Mm, Okay.
2: Upstairs, Trish finds Doug's body with the shower still running. Finally forced to admit Jason is still alive, Trish runs back down to Rob. But as he is headed back upstairs, oh my god, yeah, this is creepy. The the stairs collapse, of course. But Jason takes advantage and Scuffle grabbing Rob. Knowing he is unable to help, he urges Trish to get away. This man screams, "He's He's he's killing me! He's killing me! He's killing me! He's killing me. He's killing me. I mean, he's trying to to tell Trish to leave, but I don't know if that would be, is that going to be your last words? He's killing. Well, listen. It's it's not the ghost.
3: It's not the. It's not the ghost. It's not the ghost whisperer. He said he loved you.
2: (laughs) No, no, not definitely not. He's killing me. But David. Okay, so I took note here. Are you appreciative that the fact that she actually ran up and then said no, like she wanted to help him, and she runs back down with the machete that she picks up, or is she stupid?
3: Um, he's dead by then.
2: But did you notice
3: though? She actually Um, she goes back and she's. I would have. I, I honestly. They... <laughs> okay so knowing the context of the movie knowing that she would have died I mean if if this was like real, reality and someone was being attacked in my basement and I like it wasn't supernatural murderers then I would just head down the stairs immediately to try to stop them from murdering the person right. but under this context it just kind of it's to me it's like a if she would have went down there right then even if she had something in hand right then and then he would have just killed both of them
2: right right and he's saying he's killing me so she got warning but David Jason grabs her leg and do you love how she uses was he, the machete i feel like we would have she's just like swinging this machete <laughs> crazy into his hand like hitting anything she can which yes.
3: well listen so hey that's... it happens so she did something she got she was smart enough to pick up a weapon not a cardboard box oh not an oh. empty cardboard box throwing at somebody like oh oh
2: and it oh. was only mrs
3: vorhees
2: was a a short
3: little lady i mean she could
2: wrestle with the best of us but trish grabs rob's machete and runs home and she starts nailing the door shut david i think that's points I didn't even I wouldn't even think of nailing the door shut. Not that it works, but she's I like, give Tommy! Props. Get me some get me some nails, Tommy. It's
3: like reminiscent of the Night of the Living Dead.
2: Yes, I also
3: got that. Start hammering those I give her props, she got a weapon. I give her props that she didn't just shut the door. You know, the attempt to keep him out is kind of, you know I mean these cabins are like old and rickety. First of all, right. I would never be living in a place that the door is paper thin where you could just kick it in. If my 2-year-old, you know, if my 3-year-old can kick if my 3-year-old can kick the door in and open it then uh, it's not going to stop uh, uh, an average adult. So, whatever, I digress. It's the movie. But I appreciate no, I appreciate her. I appreciate her
2: her thinking.
3: You know, would I have gone back at that point? No, because there's no reason to. He was like before like with with Rob, he would he was dead already. I'm sorry, Rob, you're dead.
2: <laughs> not our Rob, but not our Rob the reinforced door David does little to help as Jason throws Rob's corpse through the window to get entry instead okay so number three so does window. Jason
3: have a does a
2: window fetish
3: does, does, Jason, does Jason have an account with safe repair. throw a body through the st- through the window the down the stairs
2: works. as jason gets inside he throws a hammer at trish which misses her by an inch trish and tommy run upstairs into tommy's room and she david she tells tommy grab the bookshelf and reinforce the door okay great but isn't there windows in that room for them to escape in they were just she was huddled in the corner at that point like kind of like think, saying, i
3: think when so when he threw the hammer at her she was like almost a little bit <laughs> defiant to him right she was she was yeah, stepping she, up to him yeah. so trish ain't give it to this and, I uh, gotta so give Trish it to is, Trish. Tr- Trish's final girl.
2: Again, we did a conversation with this final lead, too, and they battle these people Un- with like bravery. Trish and Tommy's room. Jason starts hacking the door down with an axe, prompting Trish to smash Tommy's. Oh! David she picks up this is computer to monitor I thought it was like TV at first she was like, like it was like I mean yeah the, the the monitors were heavier back then but she couldn't pick up this computer monitor but Jason's head in the door I thought you would appreciate this
3: I loved it. She smashes t- his head into the t- <laughs> that's amazing again my, that's my type of girl that's me
2: everything is a weapon David
3: everything is a weapon she, she smashes head with the TV monitor and those are heavy so and
2: it knocks him but they have to pass Jason at this point like, she's in her cute little booties, her little her little boots, and she's, like, she gets past his hand, and her and Tommy have to start, like, getting past him. So Jason is not down for long, but Trish uses it to her advantage and lures him to the rental home to give Tommy time to escape, because they're in between, so Jason's between them at this point, because she got past him, and Tommy's like, Trish! So Jason looks at him, but she's like, no, Tommy, get away, and she runs across back into the rental home.
3: And he fought, he's running after her pretty fast. Jason's got his stride on now
2: this time he got
3: up his his peloton (laughs) and starts running
2: on his way out Tommy finds some of Rob's newspaper clippings on Jason especially a picture of Jason as a child reading how Ginny from part 2 overcame Jason a few days earlier so this happened a few days earlier, Part 2, and they didn't even... They, still they didn't even away. have a quarantine
3: off. There was no police, nothing. They're like, oh, wow. Well.
2: Lord. And because Part 3 happens right after that, too, which is where Jason is killed. So, wow. Tommy begins shaving his head in the hopes that resembling Jason as a child could confuse him. Never in my life would have thought that. Truce returns to the house... Oh, wait, we need to add this, David. She goes into the renting house, and there's a part where one of the Doubleman twins is, like, I guess in the door. She won't pass that door. Like, she's, like, refuses to, like, go over that. So she decides to go through the window instead. Just to, like, she breaks the kitchen window originally to get through. But uh... then when she's back in here again...
3: She, Another window.
2: David. He gets it to the foot of the stairs, and Trish takes a running jump and throws herself out of the window
3: <laughs> to escape.
2: This is like the fourth, fifth window at this point, and she, she is lands. Hardcore.
3: She's hardcore.
2: Oh my god! She lands though with such a force thump. again. But and I'm going to tell you
3: something. I'm going to tell you something. That is one hardcore lady. And then secondly. She does a Jason. By the time he gets down, she's gone from the Yes,
2: spot. yes, I love that Jason. Yes, enters the.
3: He rips that body down. By the way, who has time to nail up a body? By the way, why would you even bother? Is that like, oh no, you can't come? This house is cleared. You can't come in here.
2: Well, she. It stopped her originally. That was one of the things that she was like, right "Oh up no. below. I
3: would have crawled right beneath that body."
2: Oh yeah, right through the legs at that point. Whatever. But, uh, this was earlier on. This is before she had to jump through a window. So at that point. I I guess she would have probably crawled through the box. So, how, so this win,
3: window count? Ding, 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 ding. How many windows are we up to? Five? Oh my god. The dog. Jason the throwing minch. Rob. The Doubleman double
2: twins.
3: Breaking the window to get out, right? To get out. To, to get in. To, to get in. So five? Are we up so to five? About five, five
2: so far, yeah. Five windows actions. Wow. So in when in doubt, a window will either save you from Jason or... Lord, jason you will come to, for you through the window <laughs> through a window so trish returns to the house weakened after falling through the rental home second story window finding tommy is still in the house she becomes distressed she's like tommy i told you to you go leave? jason enters the home once again and a tired trish swings the machete twice at him she's swings. like i didn't she say i'm gonna give you something,
3: something to
2: remember me by Oh, and she flice- she slices his fingers in two. Good. As Jason begins strangling Trish, Tommy runs downstairs completely bold. Did he also add dark circles under his eyes I think or so. was that just because how pale
3: I don't know, but I- he, he looks psychotic. He-, he looks good. I mean, he looks good for the part.
2: Completely bald and calls out to him. The plan works and Jason is transfixed. As he was with Ginny, pretended to be Pamela in in part two, Trish swings the machete again, but only scrapes Jason's face and cuts off his hockey mask. Trish is horrified by Jason's deformed face and drops the machete, giving him an opportunity to finally kill her. To protect his sister, Tommy grabs the machete instead and drives it into Jason's skull, which he finally collapses from, forcing the blade further into his head jason kind of like slides down the machete believing it is all over tommy and trish embrace however seeing a jason's hand twitch tommy grabs the machete once more and begins hacking the body repeatedly shouting die over and over again
3: that's me i wouldn't have stopped until he was decapitated and then i went for his hand his ankles they would have thought i was the killer because i would have went berserk on him I, you there would, think, be nothing David, left.
2: would you have done i mean at this point i guess this is still early on that he's dead but he came back they don't know but this is like jeepers creepers territory separate the head from the body from the legs put the head in cement something separate yes so is it me or did trish not see the hand moving so she thinks tommy's just gone crazy and
3: this always happens in these slasher supernatural movies where the one person who may have gone a little unhinged or is like i am not gonna die today no satan not today satan and they go all crazy on this killer has to be pushed or pulled by the person like i would punch her and she didn't really stop him though she was just like
2: tommy, tommy. I think she's worried she was worried for his like mental thing but yes. at that point
3: just I go for I- it I- uh, please that part in jeepers creepers where the brother stops her i would have kept rolling the car over until that Absolutely. jeepers Creepers was, was basically a flat smear over and over and over again Cowder. yeah exactly because you ain't getting up boo film cuts Two days later,
2: where Trish, recovering on a hospital bed, is asking doctors what happened with Tommy. The doctor assures her that there was nothing abnormal in his behavior. Tommy has his hair growing slowly, enters the room. The two hug once more. The camera then cuts to Tommy looking back with a cold stare.
3: Which is going to be the whole... I'm now going to become Jason or like Michael Myers with the sister, right. the little girl, or whatever. Right. That's going to be the new Michael Myers.
2: They do kind of attempt allude. that allude, but Tommy eventually is played by the guy who's in Return of the Living Dead, one and two, and he's a hero. So he doesn't become Jason. So, spoiler. So, David, the alternate ending to this movie. In the 2009 Deluxe Edition, there's a dream sequence which shows Trish and Tommy waking up the next morning. Morning after killing Jason to the sound of police sirens, Trish sends Tommy to summon the police who have arrived next door. At this point, she notices water dripping from the ceiling. Oh, God, And goes to investigate. She enters the upstairs bathroom and finds the body of her mother. Oh, drowned in the bathtub and begins to cry. Oh, wow. This was actually filmed. I would love to have seen this. At that moment, Miss Jarvis's eyes open, revealing demonic white eyes. As Trish turns around, Jason appears behind her and strikes her down. Trish then suddenly wakes up in the hospital in a scene reminiscent of the original movie. In the commentary, the director says the scene was cut because it interfered with the idea that this would be the final film. I wonder if that would have been his mother then, possessed Pamela. Probably. There's a few other facts about this movie. As we mentioned earlier, makeup artist Tom Zavini had done the makeup in the original film, agreed to do the makeup in the film under the condition that Jason would be killed off for good. As Jason eventually came back, Savini claims that the killer in the subsequent movies was not not my Jason Voorhees. <laughs> this is the first film in the franchise to have more than one person survive Jason's attack. So that's also good. So David, what do you think about this movie? I actually like it. If it would have been an ending, I think it, if they didn't have the ending with Tommy Jarvis with the whole staring I'm, I'm now a psycho. I would have liked it as an ending.
3: I think it was fitting to the whole movie. I mean, it's nice to see that someone survived. It's nice. But, you know, most of the, most horror movies leave it open so that in case they ever want to do another movie and so it's kind of like they could have meant done it where everyone died at the end then jason walks off into the sunset back into crystal lake he's complete yeah you know waiting to come again you know so to speak but no i liked it i thought it was actually pretty good you know it's definitely indicative of like the time that it was done in and i love that fact that Cervini still you know did it i mean that's like so in know. his
2: mind the jason that comes back is not jason Voorhees it's well
3: isn't he considered a copycat didn't the they say that or the movie
2: that- is a is a copycat, but Jason does come back to life. I know. Wow, David, this says, Though it was supposedly going to be the final film of the franchise, the enormous box office, it grows 33 million on a budget of 2.8 million. So that really, that's a good, that's a successful it was the box office. Titanic
3: of horror films for the time.
2: The next film entry called Friday the 13th, A New Beginning, released only a year later, was directed by someone differently. They were going to do it as a different killer in every movie after Jason was the idea, but they did not go with that, which I think think it wouldn't have had the iconic appeal yes it would have it would have killed off the Jason character it wouldn't have been this ongoing thing but the only way they killer... could have done that
3: for me and it really still wouldn't have been so great because it was would be that if this the, the the embodiment or spirit of Jason jumped from body to body like at the end of the movie like the survivor becomes the Jason or or something to that effect or whatever but other than that I mean we love Jason and later on when you when you do that even the Jason versus Freddy the reason why it works is because So that supernatural aspect of it, it wouldn't work otherwise. So iconic. And we love our Jason.
2: I mean, this is how we want it. We want the hockey mask. If you're having a Jason movie, if you want Freddy, you want to see the burnt face. (laughs) I mean, it's not, it's not these, it's not Mike, you get Michael Myers, you know.
3: When you say that, it's like, I just thought of Buffy when Michelle Trachtenberg is like,
2: Glory, 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 I want glory. To die, make, die.
3: When he becomes, when she wants <laughs> what's his name to become Glory. Then. Anybody, was anybody the doesn't ben? know that, I'm sorry, but that was funny
2: so as always you can find david at universal appeal 2020 all one word on instagram you can find the radical retro podcast one word on instagram we're also available on youtube in video format of the podcast and more and don't forget each week is a double summer fun with rob's podcast movie geek and proud where this week he's doing holes
3: which hey hey hey, what he does in his private time is none of my business (laughs) (laughs) ハ (laughs) Ha <laughs> <laughs> It's it's actually based. It's actually really popular. It's based on a book. I'm pretty sure. Oh, so this is detention camp with holes,
2: and that will be on Wednesday. And then Rob will be back as well for Friday, part five. Spoiler: It isn't over anytime soon. <laughs> the final chapter was not the final chapter. We ain't even close to being halfway through. No. No. no, no. So Jason will continue, <laughs> and all summer long, you will hear us talking about this man and thundercats oh on saturdays every other saturday during the summer until we get back to our (laughs) regularly scheduled
3: Programming, programming whatever that is
2: thank you radical ones
3: thank you